0: It's the Yankees Suck 3000 show with your host, the Peach Machine. I love baseball. And I love the New York Yankees. But holy shit, sometimes do they fucking suck. On this show, I get into why I think the Yankees aren't doing what everyone expects them to do, which is win championships. This is a little bit of a different episode because I am currently watching the Yankees game against the Cleveland Guardians on Saturday, April 23rd. It is the top of the eighth inning, and the Guardians just got one aboard with a single to Joey Gallo. So this one is going to be a little bit of a live call as well. Chad Green is on the mound. He's the big righty that the Yankees like to use before they set up Araldus Chapman. I like Green. People bury him because he gives up important hits. But here's the reality. He's a high-leverage guy. You never see him emotional. He only comes in when shit can go horribly south. The Yankees are currently winning 3-2. to two, And yes, he gave up the first hit to the first batter he faced. But it's not like he's starting the game. Coming in in the 8th inning is way different than starting the game. Nestor Cortez, everyone's new favorite player. Nasty Nestor. He had a great outing. I believe he went six, a little more than six, got a quality start. Boone pulled him after he faced Ramirez for a third time. What's interesting about that is Boone almost, well, so far this year, they haven't really let their starters go deep. But he typically, I would say he overmanages. And they put a lot of effort, not effort, emphasis on the st- one of the dumber stats, pitch count. Okay, pitch count, I get it that you're trying to preserve arms, but in your grand sum of pitch counts, are you taking into consideration what he did earlier in the day? Like, what, what is pitch count really assessing here it's how many pitches he threw in the game but how many warm-up pitches did he throw at 11 a.m how many pregame pitches did he throw do they have all of that charted perhaps they do and green uh mercado just laced a shot at judge and judge picked it and tried to throw behind the runner at first and did not get him so there's two outs but the pitch count thing, like are we taking into account all of like him brushing his teeth? Like all of that puts stress on your shoulder. I just don't think that you can really manage a, a pitcher based on that number. How many days off did they have in a row? That's way more important. And the Yankees give them excessive days off. But if a pitcher has his stuff, you got to let him go. Earlier in the season, we saw Clayton Kershaw get pulled after seven innings in which he pitched a perfect game. I think he threw 75 pitches, and um, what's the Dodgers manager? You know his name. The Dodgers manager pulled him, and he was in a perfect game. Like, well, yeah, but we got to think about the, the season. A perfect game is, sure, like, it's it's a stat, But that means Kershaw had his top shit, and he was rolling, and he hadn't thrown that many pitches. You're telling me a guy can't have a window of higher low end of, like, 50 pitches? I don't think it's that much of an exact science. That's my point here. Okay, Nestor threw... I don't know. I should have all these stats in front of me. I don't. Nestor threw... Let's say he threw 65, 75 pitches. Okay. What's really more important is that he's seeing the lineup for a third time. And I think a stat that goes, I don't even know if it's calculated, but newness. I promise you, the league will figure out Nestor Cortez. And that's what's happening to Garrett Cole. The league is figuring out Garrett Cole, because now they've seen him as a Yankee for two-plus seasons. When you see a pitcher, uh uh-oh, Green just threw a fastball middle-middle, and it got laced into the left-field bleachers. And the number nine batter, Austin Hedges, homers, Josh Naylor scores, and the Guardians take the lead. Guess what? Chad Green's pitch count was uh under 12 or something close. A couple I think it was two seasons ago the the uh the Yankees did not re-sign Adam Avino and it was Avino and Green in the bullpen were basically the lefty righties that would set up Chapman. And Adavino went to Boston for on a one-year contract. I thought Adovino was better than Green, but I guess the Yankees didn't. Otavino was a lefty, and he had he had that going for him. Um. But he did not have the mentality, I think, that Green has. Like Green, yeah, he's he's still gonna come back and he's gonna get this next guy. You can throw a strike in your 15th pitch of the day that's a perfect pitch that just gets crushed because so much of batting is guessing. I don't want to hear about your seam-assisted wake. He threw that pitch with whatever the spin rate was. It was a fast, hard pitch. But he left it middle-middle and it got hit out of the park. Now batting Miles Straw who's over three on the day <clears throat> Green just threw a four seam fastball at 94 miles an hour, and it had some tail on it, and he threw another one that backed up. oh, it looped right over Rizzo's head, and that will be a single. so is Green done for the day? because he's given up three hits? Or did the Guardians just bat for the third time, and now they're feeling it? There's so much unspoken managing that goes into. I mean, that was a in off the plate, ran it on his hands, and he got his just flared it into right center, or just more right. It's just you got to kind of assess way more than the numbers, and I think Boone is just too focused on the script. We talked about the script last time. You got to throw the script out the window. It looks like they got Castro up. I mean, okay, so Castro comes in and maybe he gets the next guy. Does that mean Green sucks? Because he gave up a home run? Any, Any major league batter can hit a home run on any single pitch. And any pitcher can come in and strike a dude out on three pitches in a row. So much of this is guesswork and fucking luck. Green throws that same pitch, 94, four-seamer, middle, middle, and this guy took it. The other guy hit it out of the park. Not out of the park, but... So here's the reason that the Yankees suck. Number three. It's because of the way they manage their pitchers. Too much rest. You have got to let a guy find a groove, and you've got to let a guy prove that he can come back. You can't take Green out right now. You've got to let him finish this one out. Otherwise... It's—I mean, for real—it it matters zero whether or not they change pitchers. You can bitch at Boone and say, "Oh, he should have got him out after whatever," but Green is a strong pitcher, and he's still throwing hard. This is only his eighteenth pitch, so I was way over when I said that earlier. About twelve, it was probably only at like nine. You can't just go by the numbers when you manage your pitchers. You've got to see how they're living. How'd they show up to the ballpark? A little pep in their step, ready to rock? Sluggish? Did you check out, check in with them, check in on their personal life? Green just break up with his girlfriend or whatever his situation may be. I don't know. All those things go into it. And Boone sort of, hands over that feel of managing a game and just turns it over to the numbers. And maybe that's what everyone's doing nowadays and that's the state of the art. I watched a bunch of videos on seam-assisted wake earlier today and what's the term now? Pitch design. As if now, in 2022... We've magically figured out that if you spin the ball a certain way, it does a certain thing. Yeah, we figured, we knew that forever, but now we've just assigned numbers to it. Green got out of the inning. Well, I guess got out. And the top of the order's up. Judge, excuse me, LeMahieu, Judge, and Rizzo, top three batters today, combined one for nine. Maybe that's more why the Yankees aren't winning. Because they're not producing runs. Maybe they're streaky. I promise you, Aaron Judge goes up there every at bat and tries his hardest to hit the ball out of the ballpark or hit a home run. He does. So does Gallo. So does Rizzo. So does IKF. So does Higgy. Cole, Nestor, Green. They all go out there and try to throw perfect pitches, it's luck. And Yankee fans just want results so fast they don't take into consideration that this is a baseball game and that they're the the Cleveland Guardians. They may win the World Series this year. They've got 40 men on their roster who could just as easily hit a home run every at-bat and play for the Yankees The, the percentage of difference is, as, is so minute Every one of those guys can hit a 100 mile an hour fastball Every one of them can hit a curveball Every one of them Do they do it? No, some guys are a little bit better But it's fractionally better Let's say they're at the 99.5 percentile. Is Judge at the 99.9 percentile? And Higgy at the 99.3 percentile? That's how fine of a hair we're splitting. I mean, David Cohn compared to Chad Green. Was David Cohn. That much better. He was he ninety nine point nine eight good of a pitcher, and Green is ninety nine point nine one. As they can both throw hard as shit, and they can both hit their points. You gotta consider luck, and you can't get so caught up in the numbers that you make constant changes. You gotta bet DJ LeMahieu. Top of the order, not just the first, not just two games in a row, 20 games in a row. We've got to let them settle in and figure out how to hit at the top of the order because it's different than hitting fifth. And we've talked about this before, but situations matter. Pressure matters. Confidence is incredibly important. DJ fouled off the second pitch. What he loves to do is go up there, take a strike, and then foul off the second pitch and battle from behind, and then either crack one up the middle or between the, the hole, first and second, or ground out. So we will see what he does here. He's my favorite player because of his approach to hitting. He's a contact guy, and a lot... Yep, there's the ground ball. Oh, got through the hole on the left side of the infield. DJ gets his hit. 10-game hitting streak for number 26, DJ LeMayhew. Hell yeah. I was going to pick him for beat the streak, but got up too late in the Yankees game had already started didn't get to pick him. So I got Wander Franco today, but very happy for DJ. Okay, back on to reason three. Pitching management, management. Chapman, he seems to no longer have it. Yeah, he got the save last night, but he needs to understand that he does not have to strike everyone out, and no one has told him that. He must think that he has to throw 100 miles an hour every pitch, <clears throat> because he's only throwing 15 pitches. So yeah, he does have to throw hard as shit. But walks will kill you, and they typically do. Maybe if you get in Chapman's head and say, it's okay to pitch to contact, you're going to be a soft contact guy anyway because everyone's going to be behind on you. That would help. But instead, we focus on, well, he, he pitched yesterday, and uh, he's closed two days in a row, so we got to give him the day off. Why didn't we bring in Chapman last inning where Green was? I mean I get it. He's a closer, whatever. But when you have a lead and you need to protect the lead, maybe you go with your best stuff. I don't know. Maybe that's completely wrong. Regardless. Judges up. Two and one count. LeMayu's on first. This would be a great time for Judge to run into one, as they say. Swing and a miss, strike two. And so that was a 91 miles an hour up and in fastball. It's not his pitch. He likes it up and away, and then he takes it to right field. That was what he hit yesterday, two times out. But... Judge has to learn how to turn on a ball because up and in is how they're going to pitch him. Two and two. Here's the pitch. I'm thinking low and away. There it was. Four-seamer. Judge clipped it. All right. I would love if Boone would start managing a little bit more by feel and stop over-managing the pitchers. I feel like Nestor could have gone. One more inning, the rest of the sixth, whatever. He was feeling it. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, there's Judge. Slaps one. Oh, they almost double up DJ. The second baseman caught one clean and fired back behind DJ at first, but he was back in there safely. So now we got one out and the Riz man coming up. So. I think that's going to do it here for the Yankee Suck 3000 podcast show. I've been your host, The Peace Machine. You can follow me on Twitter at Peace Machine. Follow us at Yankee Suck 3000 on Twitter as well. It's also on Instagram, at yankeesuck 3000 I will try and drop links to every show that I do up there. But we appreciate anybody who's listening. we It's just me. It's my... Well, I guess I have three podcasts now because the Simpsons watch-along has not technically been canceled. We just haven't put up an episode since the end of January. But if you like the Simpsons, check us out. The Simpsons Watch Along podcast. That's with my co-host, DabbleDob. He's on Twitter as well. So is our Simpsons Watchalong at Simpsons Watch at DabbleDob. And I also have a show talking all about the XFL. It's called Talking XFL. If you like the Rocks Football League, the third incarnation of it, of the XFL, Vince McMahon's pipe dream from 2001, then check it out. We've got a show up talking about the the head coaches, and we'll have another one of those out probably Tuesday morning. Thank you all for listening. The Yankees suck 3,000, and I will talk to you all soon.